You are now listening to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cook-Hall. Please begin to take that good deep breath as we begin to refresh, recharge, and reset. Let's go. Today's podcast is brought to you by Faith Versus Fear, Breaking Family Size, now available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. You are now listening to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cacall. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cacall. As always, it is my honor and my pleasure to be able to share some tips and some tools with you that I know will assist you in becoming a better you. You guys, we are winding down the year 2021 and I, for one, am excited. I am, for one, grateful. I'm grateful for the lessons learned in 2021, um, the highs and the lows, okay, the battles that were, were fought. Uh, the battles that were won in my life. I'm so grateful that we're, we are uh, coming down towards the end of 2021 because when we start a new year, I am always clicking reset. I'm always setting goals before myself, um, you know, to make sure that I'm keeping on a progressive path. And so I look forward to a new year, reset, refresh, restart. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking as I was preparing for this podcast, what can I share with my listeners whom I love and care about so very much? You guys are so very dear to my heart. I wish you knew how much because I love uh, what I do. I love the opportunity to share. I love the opportunity to empower. I love the opportunity to encourage, inspire. And so, um, and, and, and in some cases also educate. So this is very, um, honorable for me and uh, very precious and dear to my heart. So I take this very seriously. And I, and I was thinking, you know, you guys, when I think about the end of the year, I think about uh, those who have lost people and those who are losing people. Um, people are, uh, you know, leaving this, this, this side. And um, people are dealing with a lot of grief, like in the moment, currently in the moment, they're dealing with grief. And um, so I always try to think about especially during this time of year, what can I give to you who might be experiencing such things, you know, it's loneliness or sadness or those quick moments of depression that come out of nowhere. I mean, it could be the smallest thing, but it comes in so quickly and it tries to just take over your whole day, week, month, if you let it, right? And we know those who have experienced loss and pain and trauma, you understand those sparks of of not energy, right? But sparks of depression, sparks of anxiety. You're just out the blue. You know, you could be fine, you could be happy. And all of a sudden, you know, you feel like you, you're you missing something. You're missing something. And you know what? It's, it's amazing now that I'm talking about that. I'm going to get to to what my subject is today. But thinking about that, let me share something really quick with you. When my, um, when my oldest son, my first child was born, when he was born, it was the most incredible moment of my life. I was so happy, you guys. I was so grateful to bring forth this life. I mean, he was like, like you know, so precious to me. Just a, a, the biggest, the most awesome gift that, you know, God could have given me. I was just so grateful and so excited. And I remember every morning, and this went on for a long time. Every morning when I would wake up, I would it felt like Christmas. This is this is how I felt. 
This is how I felt about motherhood. When I first had my first child, it felt like Christmas because every morning I woke up and I was reminded that, oh my God, you know, I have... I have, I have a baby. I have a baby. This little person sitting over here looking at me so cute. And he's looking, he's waiting for me and he needs me. And, and, you know, and he loves me and I love him. And, and this was every morning I was just, oh my God, something, you know, so I my eyes. It was like, oh, something's different. Something's different. And it was that fact that I was a mother and I had this beautiful baby boy that was waiting for me and, and everything that I had to do for him. I did it. Um, you know, he was sick when I first got him. I had to go back and forth to the doctors and specialists, but I, I did it. I mean, you couldn't have stopped me. I had energy to do it. I was sleepy. I was tired, but I found the energy. I found the strength to do it. Um, I had my own physical issues at that time, but it didn't stop me from doing what I had to do for him. Um, and, and it was it was just an awesome experience every morning just thinking of this present that I had. Well, it's the same in reverse for those who lose people who are very near and dear to them in their life. And so, for example, there were days that, you know, I would wake up, you know, after losing, you know, loved ones that were extremely close to me and a part of my everyday life. Um, it was mornings I would wake up and just, you know, oh my God, something's wrong. You know, it, it was not a dream. This is real. You know, I lost, you know, this person. And then you would just get this overwhelming feeling of, you know, uh, sadness. That would just come out of nowhere because it's a new day, you know, right? You wake up, it's supposed to be the first start of a new day. But for a long time, my mornings were swamped with this reminder that there was this void, in my life and so people are dealing with that um you know every day they are dealing with that and i understand what that feels like and i'm here to encourage you that there is hope there is hope there is um hope to wake up and not have that pain hit you first thing in the morning um and i told you guys before i don't believe in the cliche of time heals all wounds i believe that um we have to work very hard to cope with the wounds, to cope with healing these wounds. Uh, I don't think time just, I, because it was years, like I said before, years. And I was still feeling the pain as if it had just happened. So pain, so it didn't go away with time. It didn't for me. This was just my own perspective. It didn't go away with time. But me being intentional and doing what I needed to do to take certain steps uh, to become healthier, you know, is what helped me to begin to mend that and to get a different perspective. And that's why we teach you a lot about perspective here on this podcast, because once again, as I shared before, I began to learn to, to, uh, focus more on the love, focus more on the opportunity that I had to have them in my life, to share that time, to be loved in such a way that you know it was pure love it was it was real real love people have come on this earth and never felt the love that i've had you know experience with people that i've lost so it's just a different perspective that i took and you know working through that helped me a lot so for those who haven't gotten to that point yet and you're still uh waking up with that overwhelming feeling every day i mean every day 
um, there is hope for you. And I'm praying for you because there are still moments, trust me, that I can start talking and I can, you know, kind of get that feeling again, that gut feeling of, you know, something's wrong. You know, something has happened. You know, something, you know, it's off and it's the loss. It's the loss. So today I want to give you something that is going to uplift and encourage and empower. And I'm going to uh, start off telling you this story, this story about my, my oldest sons, um, my oldest son and, and his, and his, and my younger son. And so when, when I had my oldest son, um, you know, him and my middle child, my youngest son is four years apart. And my oldest son personality is the total opposite of my younger son. So my oldest son is very uh, reserved. He's very to himself. Um, he, especially when he was younger, not the outgoing type, um, very, you know, reserved and not cushy, not loud. He's just like none of those things. Um, and so he wasn't as bold either. He wasn't bold. Um, but my younger son was the total opposite. He was, um, you know, a little bolder, a little more outgoing, a little bit more, uh, vocal. Um, and so it, it was, it was the dynamic of the two was, it was really, you know, quite interesting to watch two kids, same household, two so totally different personalities. So as a family, um, we are foodies. We love to go out to different restaurants. We've been doing this for years since the kids were, you know, born. Um, we love restaurants. We love to eat. My kids are very familiar with um, trying different restaurants, trying different foods. It's what we do. And so, you know, one of the places, well, several several places, but this one particular time, I'm going to share more than one moment with you to, to prove my point. One particular time, um, there was this particular restaurant that we would go to all the time because they would have a, a guy who would come around and to each table where there were children, because children, they had like a children night. He would come to every, you know, table and he would do like little uh, tricks for the children and he would make um, different things out of balloons, you know, hats and animals and all these little, you know, cute things with the children and it was a very family-oriented restaurant, and we loved it. So we did it, you know, kind of a regular basis for our children, and we pretty much waited for the guy to make his rounds and to, you know, give to our children. Um, and, you know, even in those moments, my oldest son was a little bit more reserved. He wasn't pushy. He didn't, if, if he got something, if he wanted something, he wouldn't say it. He would just let it, he would just not get it. He would just not say nothing. And we used to actually tease him about things like, you know, we would tell him a uh, closed mouth don't get fed. So if you don't open your mouth and say something, you won't, no one will know. You have to speak up for yourself. We, we would always teach him these things, but it just never clicked with him because it clashed with his personality. My middle son, he took bait to what we said. He ran with it. So whenever we were out, whatever we were doing, he was very vocal. My daughter, my daughter who was younger than him, is the same way. She, they, you know, he was always very vocal. He was always letting us know when he was hungry, what he wanted, what he didn't like. I mean, he just took it and he ran. My younger son was total opposite. Older son was total opposite. So the guy was coming around. He was making his rounds, but he took too long. And we had been there for a long time, so we was ready to leave. Um, 
And so as we prepared to leave, my son, my younger son kind of disappeared. Now, I always keep a visual on my kids, so he just don't get to just do whatever he want to do. But I did see that he was getting up and he was moving. And as I watched him within my, um, you know, within my view, I saw him go up to the man. And I knew what he wanted. I knew that he wanted to get um, something for himself. I knew that. I knew that he wanted to make sure that he get his balloon and, and, and all the, you know, the things that he, he was used to getting when we, when we went there, he was used to getting this and he waited for this and he knew that if we leave early, he wasn't going to get his. So I knew what he was doing. So I didn't say anything, but what I didn't expect, what I did not expect was not only did he get it for himself, but he got one for his brother, the older brother. And it blew my mind. It blew my mind. That was like the first time I had ever saw him do that. But this was not the last time that I saw him do this. Um, he took it. You know, he let, you know, he waited and he made sure that he got one for his older brother who was sitting there at the table who had not moved, who was not going to say anything, even if he wanted it, even if he, you know, really desired it, he was not going to say anything. But he did, his younger brother did, and he brought it to him. Now, another another time that we saw this was, it was at another uh, restaurant. We were leaving out in this restaurant. Every child, they would give a balloon to before they leave. When you leave at the restaurant, they um, have balloons waiting, and they give it to, their, to the kids and go on. So, once again, the oldest, my oldest son never goes up to the counter and says anything. He never goes up. He never asks for anything. Just That's just not his personality. But my youngest son, before we was leaving out, um, he went up to the, 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 the person, the employee, and he, you know, made it be known that he wanted a balloon. And, you know, there are moments that, you know, as a parent, you question, should you say something to your child, pull them back, um, or, or do you not, you know? And so after watching him, he was never rude. He was never disrespectful. He was never, um, like entitled, you know, he never came to anybody like he was entitled, but he was showing strength and he was showing confidence, you know, and leadership. And that's what I was watching him do. So I allow him to do this when he ever, whenever he, he did it, cause he did it several times, but I never stopped him because he showed leadership. He showed confidence in himself and what he wanted. And so I watched him go up to the employee. I watched him ask for a balloon. But this time I heard him say, I need one for my brother. And he got one for his brother, which is the older brother. And so as I was thinking about these stories um, of, my, of my kids, um, especially my boys, because I'm thinking about the, the dynamic of that relationship. And, you know, how most people would see that the older brother would be the one to do that for the younger brother. But in my case, it was the younger brother who knew the the personality of his older brother. He knew his personality. He knew that he was preserved. He knew that he was no more quiet. And so he covered him. Come on, somebody. He covered him in that area. And he made sure that he didn't feel left out. He, he never came back, hear me people, he never came back with something just for himself. He could have done it. He could have went up to the magician 
and got his his little thing, his little balloons, and he could have went back to the table and said, well, that's too bad if you want something. Mom and dad said, close mouth, don't get fed. You know, he could have said that to him, you know, but he didn't. He did not. He didn't say to him, you know, at, at the desk with the employee, well, too bad. You should have said something. He didn't. He knew his personality. He knew his personality. And he did not want him to feel left out. He did not want him to have hurt. He did not want him to have pain. He did not want him to feel as if his personality um, was such a flaw that he should, you know, be left behind or, or go without. No, he felt like you're my brother. What I have, you have. What I get, you get. And so when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about my sister. My sister was the same way, in her own way. My sister knew that I was not necessarily the individual who was, like, extremely vocal and wasn't, like, a social butterfly, and um, I was very reserved. And so there was many times that my sister would tell me um, when I didn't want to go somewhere or I didn't want to show up somewhere or I didn't want to participate in something, she would say, come and be with me. Come sit down with me. Come sit next to me. Um, come, you know, and take the ride with me. Come and and we can talk and we can, you know, chat. Just come be with me. And that was her way of protecting me. And that was her way of making sure that I didn't feel uh, neglected or left behind or uh, feel uncomfortable because she knew that there was some form of security that I had as long as I was with her right and so thinking about that i was thinking you know each and every one of us at some point in our lives you know and and, and we don't always get this we don't always get this i had the opportunity of having someone like that in my life um and she did it with no judgment my son he did it with his brother with no judgment um we all need someone in our life who can uh, read that in us, see that in us, and protect that in us and not judge us. Everybody needs someone. And you need to, I think what I'm trying to say is before you close out this year, we need to look at the circle that you have. Look at your circle. Look at the people who you are involved in every day or um, who you consider to be the go-to people in your life and see, you know, do you have one of those people? Do you have that brotherly love, um, that sisterly love that I explained to you, that I have exemplified to you? Um, do you, do you get to experience that someone who can know your flaws and not share it? not judge you for it, not make you feel worse about it, not, you know, pull you down, uh, make themselves seem uh, escalated higher above you because they're not experiencing those type of flaws and issues and voids in their life. I mean, do you have those type of people in your life or do you have individuals who will support you who's gonna love on you who's gonna care about you who's gonna watch over you who's gonna know that this is your thing 
This is your flaw. This is the issue that you're struggling with. These are the problems that you're having, but I'm going to love you. I'm going to cover you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to, you know, make sure you're not missing, making sure that you're okay, making sure that you're not feeling that and you're going through that alone. Making sure that you don't feel judged, making sure that I'm not, I'm not going to say to you, uh, you know, you need to come out of that. You need to, you know, cut that out. I mean, oh my goodness, you know, but people who understand that this is something that you're going through. This is, this is a part of your personality. I mean, whatever it is, but there's no judgment. They love you despite they, they love you. You know, despite of it, you know, you have this, this, this going on, but they still love you. They still caring for you. They're still watching and having your back. So as we come towards the end of this year, I think it's absolutely imperative, absolutely imperative that you and I take a look at our circle and see who you have in your circle. Um, do you have someone who will judge you? You know, there have been people in my life that, you know, kind of thought they, we were close, but later on kind of realized that they were sitting in a seat of judgment because when I, when I showed the flaws, when I revealed myself, when I revealed some things that were hurting me or traumatic for me, you know, they, it was a, oh, I thought you had it all figured out. I thought you, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't think you were going through anything. I, I thought, well, who's not going through anything? It's just not realistic. Like who's not struggling in areas and, and dealing with, you know, issues and problems and concerns and maybe some trauma or grief or, or, or whatever. I mean, who's not, who's, who's perfect? No one, you know, one, but I know what it feels like to you know be vulnerable in front of the wrong people you know be vulnerable in front of people who are not mature enough who's not wise enough and who really never had your best interest in mind in the first place and so um that's why it's important to know your circle that's why it's important to you know we we all are going to come across people that will do that and he's like okay lesson learned Let's keep moving. Let's keep pushing. Um, but sometimes it's hard to read. It's hard to see. The intentions look good. The you know they they come out you know to you as if they are supportive and you know they care and and, and you are close and you're gonna be fine. And then the moment of your vulnerability, you know, because you could be there for them like all day, like taking calls and you know showing support and listening to all of their you know, trauma and drama and issues and problems. But as soon as you have a moment of vulnerability, it's like, oh, really? I just, oh, I didn't know that you, I thought you had it all. I mean, and it's just like, wow. It's like, really, you know? And so that's why I know it's important to know your circle. It's important to know those who are there for the right reasons. Um, you know, there are many times when I, I faced that, many, many times. And that's because most of the time in relationships that I've been in, I'm the person who has to listen. You know, most of the time I am that person that listens and, and, and advises, but it's very challenging for me to find people that I can kind of like be open and vulnerable to because I always get that. Oh my goodness, Lord, you know, 
And so when you find that, when you find that relationship, when you have that relationship where you can just be yourself with no sense of judgment, you can be vulnerable um, in that way, it is the best feeling in the world. And we all need that. We all need to encounter people where it's just not one-sided, where they're giving you everything, but you can't reciprocate. You can't give anything. Uh, I know and we're not talking about uh, people who on a professional level. We're not talking about a professional level. We're talking about friendships. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about kinship. So we're talking about um, people who you should be able to be uh, vulnerable in front of. But we know for a fact people uh, in your family you can't be vulnerable with, right? It, it's not just... Uh, outside relationships is family. A lot of family you can't be vulnerable with because, from you know, it's people would say the biggest judgment, though, the 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 most they have ever been hurt is from family. So, when you can find uh, an individual or individuals that you can be transparent with and feel safe being transparent with. That is the best feeling in the world. And that is something that you should treasure. That's something that you should keep dear and near to your heart. Someone who you don't even have to say, like my son, did not have to say, go get me a balloon. Make sure you bring me one back. Bring me some gifts back just like you get yourself. He did not have to say that because his brother was already going to do it. He never even had to imply this is what he wanted his brother was going to do it. We didn't know he was going to do it, but he was going to do it. Nobody knew that he had that in him, but he had it in him all along. Now, what is funny is I cannot say that if it was flipped, would my oldest son do the same for him? I couldn't tell you that he would. I could not tell you that he would. But I will say that, you know, the older that they got uh you can see the you know the reciprocating that support and that love and everything but when my younger son uh, was much younger that was his role his role was i am my brother's keeper from a young age up i am my brother's keeper and that's his personality period with all of his friends um and with you know his family he is the brother's keeper. He is that person. And we all need somebody where you can be transparent. You can be vulnerable. You can have flaws, no sense of judgment, but let me take care of you. Let me be there for you. Let me uh, cover you when you need to be covered. Let me, you know, it's, it's, it's an awful thing to think that you can be out in the cold and your and your whole body exposed to the elements, and someone who you thought loved you can walk past you with a blanket and not cover you. Come on, somebody! But love is um, not only am I going to cover you, but if I got to sit here with you, I will. If I got to help you move from this place, I will. And I'm not going to judge you. That's the secret. That's the secret, people. It's not judging. Not judging. There has been many times in relationships with people that I have to, I've had to, to establish that, um, that yes, I'm human. Yes. I, you know, have had, and that's, it's ridiculous that you have to 
to that because people think that you're strong and you know you because you're not booing and 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 exposing all your business to everybody on social media and because you hold your head up high and carry your stuff with dignity and integrity um people just assume that you don't have problems but you we all have things that we go through we all have things that we go through that we find to be challenging you guys know i talk to you a thousand times about life's moments that just when you thought you were good everything is okay here come life's moments sneak up on you and you're like ah, i saw you i saw you you know and so we all have those moments in our lives that that challenge us that some are way more difficult than others but we all need someone in our lives that are going to uh be there for us that is going to uh support us that is going to uh show us uh love and compassion we need compassion and without the judgment compassion without the judgment and i want to emphasize that so much because if we can do things without the judgment it would be so much better so my advice my tip my tool for you today in my next segment we will be preparing once i once again as um has been stated for the wind the wind up of 2021 but this segment my tip and my tool for you is to review your circle to see who you have in your circle to focus on those individuals that you can be vulnerable with that would you know not judge you and not make you feel as if you are um imposing or that you are less of a person or a faithless person or a person with no strength i mean when you're going through life's moments the last thing you need is individuals that will make you feel worse than than what you're going through individuals who can't uh, be empathetic uh, and i've come across a lot of those individuals in my lifetime who just really have a very difficult time being empathetic um, with people which means they really cannot see comprehend or even put themselves in your shoes like they just can't see that they just don't get it and a lot of times they can come up very judgmental about that um and i've and i personally have had to talk to people who are like that and say that it's not your place um to do that and that life will show you not to be so harsh and not to be judgmental because it always comes back around to you it's what you put out what it comes back to you so be very careful so my uh my assignment which i never do but my assignment to you guys would be that as we are approaching the end of this year to begin to look at your circle and see you know are they covering you are they loving you um are they you know having your best interest in mind do they want the best for you are they rooting for you or are you just surrounded by individuals who who try to see what they can get from you and that's a harsh reality to you know come to terms with the fact that you are surrounded by people who really just want to get something from you not impart anything good they can impart a bunch of drama negativity doom gloom and all that but they're not imparting anything positive they're not parting imparting anything good anything productive um into you. 
but they are definitely draining you and they're definitely pulling you and pulling on you um i did a teaching before on the power of no saying no because it is important you know that we do learn to say no i won't get into that because that's a whole another segment by itself but that was something that i had to learn to set those boundaries and learn how to say no um so do you have individuals that are pulling on you tugging on you drawing on you um or do you have people who are looking for the looking you know forward uh to the future with you um looking for you to be successful encouraging you to be successful and not lying about it. people say oh God, i want the best for you they don't want nothing <laughs> nothing good to come for you to you or uh, nothing good to happen for you so do you have sincere people who when you don't even know uh they got your back now let me close with this story this is a good story y'all this story made me cry this story made me cry and it's so simple it's so simple but it's an experience that i had to prove to you how um how awesome it feels to know when someone has your back or covering you um watching you when even when you're not even paying attention so here's my story i was at a restaurant I told you i'd like to eat <laughs> so i'm at a restaurant and i was leaving out and there was a group of uh people coming in but it was like mostly little kids like you know a couple of ladies and they just had like a lot of little little people little, little, little children i love the babies they were all coming in so i opened the door and i held the door open i was looking behind me i was not looking behind me i was just holding the door open and as this long line of um ladies and children were were coming into the restaurant and i just patiently held it open and i got the you know thank yous and all that and people were appreciative so just as i was letting go of the door because it was done and i looked back behind me there was a little boy patiently waiting for me to turn around and see that he had opened up the door for me to leave out hear me clearly as i turned around slowly there was a little boy by himself he was with that crowd but he didn't go through the door with them he waited behind for me to walk through that door as he held it open for me as i was holding the door open for some other people that he had came with and let me tell you something it dawned on me so quick I looked back at him and smiled, and he was just smiling. And it came to me, while you are helping someone else, come on, while you are focusing, I wasn't looking behind me, while you are focusing, trying to help somebody else, God said, I got somebody helping you. I got your back. I got your back. See, that's the kind of God that I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Those type of aha moments where you weren't thinking about anything, but he got somebody watching my back. And I cried over something so simple because it was just epiphany. It was an epiphany for me because I really wasn't paying attention. I was not looking behind me. I wasn't thinking about it. I literally was just trying to let all these people come in. I was not impatient. I was smiling and loving the babies that were walking in. They were so cute. And I just love babies. So I'm just looking at them and smiling and, you know, and all this. And so just to see that happen was awesome, awesome. 
So as we prepare for 2022, I want you guys just to go back and just kind of reflect and review, you know, your encounters for 2021, the people that you've welcomed in that was probably new or the people who've been there a long time and you consider them to be your quote, quote, inner circle. You know, do they really have your back? Um, and do they really support you? Because if not, if not, I think for 2022, it is imperative that we be mindful of those that, you know, we keep company with, those who we divulge our information and our life with, those who we choose to share this life with. It's important who you are sharing your life with. Um, so let's look at that as we uh, get ready to approach 2022 that it's very very important to have um people who give uh positivity to you who are sharing positivity with you um good energy not negative um because some people just when they come around you just get that negative energy that comes with them and they always complaining and they always got something bad to say and something going on some type of drama going on do you really want that for 2022 no I mean, I didn't want it at all. So I know I don't want it for 2022. Um, let's start off fresh and new as we approach the year 2022. Hey, that rhyme, you guys. So listen, I'm getting ready to wind up and tie this all up. Uh, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share some tips and some tools with you on Renewing My Revolution podcast. It has been my honor. It has been my pleasure, as always, loving on you guys and praying for you always. Please remember to know that I love you, but most importantly, God loves you more. Thank you for listening to Renew My Revolution podcast with your host, Michelle Kakal. God bless.